So who kept their promise to elementary school students in North Carolina? We'll get to that in a little bit. First, let me welcome you to The Route, our School Bus Fleet content series. I'm Wes Platt, Executive Editor. In this episode, I'll recap some of the recent top stories on schoolbusfleet.com. Click like on this and all our other videos. Become a subscriber to our YouTube channel if you haven't already. And connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Okay, let's get rolling. Our first stop is Washington, D.C., where the Biden-Harris administration unveiled the National Blueprint for Transportation Decarbonization. Now, that mouthful is all about building on the bipartisan infrastructure law and the Inflation Reduction Act. This plan calls for 30% of new vehicle sales, including school bus fleets, to be zero emission by 2030 and 100% zero emission by 2040. The transportation sector accounts for about a third of all domestic greenhouse gas emissions. And according to the report of those, buses and medium and heavy duty trucks produce 21%. The administration wants to convert older fossil fuel powered vehicles to battery electric, hydrogen fuel cell, and sustainable fuels. Said Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, Transportation policy is inseparable from housing and energy policy, and transportation accounts for a major share of U.S. greenhouse gas emissions, so we must work together in an integrated way to confront the climate crisis. Every decision about transportation is also an opportunity to build a cleaner, healthier, and more prosperous future. How do you feel about this plan? Share your thoughts in the comments. While we're in Washington, let's stop by the U.S. Energy Information Administration, which released its latest short-term energy outlook. In the report, the EIA noted that non-OPEC production growth should boost global production of liquid fuels that keep school bus fleets moving to 102.8 million barrels per day by 2024, up from 100 million barrels per day in 2022. Production estimates are a little hazy, though, due to Russia's ongoing war in Ukraine, and demand could be affected by China's easing of COVID-19 restrictions. Global consumption of liquid fuels, which averaged 99.4 million barrels per day in 2022, could grow to 102.2 million in 2024. Said Joe DeCorolis, EIA Administrator, our forecast for global consumption of petroleum depends on uncertain economic conditions, especially in China. How China's economy changes following its reopening from pandemic lockdowns could have a significant impact on global consumption of petroleum products. Other highlights from the STEO report. Retail gasoline prices should average $3.30 per gallon in 2023. Diesel prices should average $4.20 per gallon. And electricity product, uh, production from coal is expected to fall to 18% this year, down from 20% last year. That decline may be offset uh, by an increase in combined utility-scale solar and wind generation in the next couple of years. How do these forecasts affect your operations? Share in the comments. Next, let's go to High Point, North Carolina, where Thomas built buses, made good on a promise the company made in 2020 before COVID-19 caused everybody to shut down. 
Uh, they promised and pledged to donate bicycles and safety equipment to the Bikes for Kids Foundation on behalf of students attending two elementary schools in their hometown. Thomas Built provided 140 bicycles and helmets to third and fourth grade students at Montlou Academy of Technology and Oak Hill Elementary. Said Kevin Bankston, president and CEO of Thomas Built Buses, at Thomas Built, we aim to provide our nation's children with the safest environment possible to get them to and from school. It was an honor and a privilege to give back to our hometown students by presenting them with bikes that allow them to lead happier, healthier lives in our communities outside of school. Do you want to learn more about the Bikes for Kids Foundation? Look for the link in the details of this video. Now we're off to South Charleston, West Virginia, where electric school bus manufacturer Green Power Motor Company is continuing its pilot program. Green Power is now testing vehicles in school districts in Boone, McDowell, Raleigh, and Wyoming counties. It's the third round of real-world data gathering in West Virginia with the goal of helping school districts get a better understanding of bus deployments, needs for charging infrastructure, uh, and training. This round is focused more on rural roads, colder temperatures, and snowy conditions to gauge how well the buses work in winter, which is a common concern we hear about when we talk about electric buses and their implementation around the country. Preliminary data reported on the first two rounds by Green Power indicate that the Beast and Nano Beast buses are performing well, with consumption ranging from 1.1 to 1.5 miles per each percent of state of charge. When fully using level two chargers, the vehicles may provide a school district a range of 200 to 250 miles per day. All right. Do you know an amazing school transportation administrator who deserves recognition for their efforts? If you do, please let me know. School Bus Fleet is now accepting nominations for our 2023 Administrator of the Year. Candidates can be transportation directors on the state or local district level. We're always looking for administrators who've made great contributions uh, through their departments, but also through state and national associations. The deadline is February 7th. Please look for the link to the nomination form in the details of this video. All right, it's time to park the bus for now. Thank you for watching. And here's a shout out to uh, YouTube viewer Maureen Smashy. Tell your friends about the route. If you've got news, reach out to me by email at uh, west.platatbobbit.com. Tweet us at School Bus Fleet. Sign up for our twice-weekly email newsletters at schoolbusfleet.com. Drive safely and see you next time on The Route.